What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to finally a brand new episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. For everybody who, who follows this, which is most of you, which you should be following us on IG. Yeah. IG is the, if you want to be in the know of what's going on with us, that's the place to be. Everybody knows, Joe. You've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. And why is that? Because I had the baby. <laughs> yes. Princess Zuzu Bailey is among us. And uh, that's why it's been maybe a month or a little bit over since we had our last episode come out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's been longer than that because she's been here like a little over a month now. Well, yeah, you are right about that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So I, however long it's been, Dreadheads, obviously. We're really sorry. It has been a long time. <laughs> believe me, and it's not, it's not fun for us to not fucking do this. You no, hear? no. We, we always end up even in the midst of like the chaos. We're like, fuck, man. We should, damn it. I want to get back to recording. Yeah, we should get back to recording. And then Yeah, I think that. I, yeah, yeah. We fucking need this. So <laughs> believe me, if we have been recording, it's for good reason. But we are finally back with a yeah. brand new episode. Episode 37, where we're going to cover Alex. Alexander Pachushkin. That's going to be, I'm, you expect me to butcher a lot of Russian words and do, you know, culturally It's one of those episodes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the Ukraine, you're going to really like this episode because I'm probably going to tease the Russians a good bit. But yes, Alexander Pachushkin, the chessboard killer. Again, we're not going to, we don't want to just, you know, give a bunch of updates and stuff like that. If you want all the updates, Joe, where should they go for all that? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. And they're going to find what there? All the links to social media, our donation, our store. You can stream our podcast directly from the website as well. Yes, it's got links to all the different podcasts you can check us out on. There's a player on the site, so if you don't even want to mess with downloading any kind of an app, you can do it right from the website as well. And then as Joe said, if you want to donate, to the dread or if you want to go to the merch store get yourself some dread threads or some stickers and shit like that that's all right there and everything that we uh, we take in from y'all we're very appreciative for and it goes right back into the podcast gonna give a couple of shout outs very quickly to uh and you know again we're gonna be talking about our super spreaders here the five star spread the dread super spreaders that's the ones that get the free stickers leave us a five star review on apple or Spotify, send us a screenshot, preferably on IG. We're also on Facebook, or you can do it at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a screenshot of that and get an address, and we're going to send you some free stickers out. Kimbo, your stickers, you may have them already. I don't know if you're a man or a woman or what your pronouns (laughs) are, so I'm not even going to fucking guess. But your stickers are in the mail. Thank you for the five-star review. Christine, Chris Owen, Christine Owen, however you want to do it, your stickers should be to you by now. And Christine dropped a big old bomb, did the $50 donation. So she's going to get a free shirt with that. We say free, but you spent 50 bucks. But you know what the fuck we're saying here. We, we, <laughs> we could not give you anything. Technically, if you give us $50, the $50 <laughs> tier is the one we make the least amount of money on. Because you get the t-shirt, which eats like half of it. And then we send stickers and shit like that. But... It's the love of the game. <laughs> exactly, because we know that you guys are going to be putting stickers up. You're yeah. going to be rocking your T-shirt, so that's what it is. So appreciate both of y'all. want to give a big shout-out to uh, Ricky Glore, the Boganabi boys and girls down in Australia, outside the box. Uh, Vicky Niemer, uh, of course, uh, Arna, uh, Casey, BAP Podcast, Greg, uh, and and probably some others that we're that we're uh, we're forgetting, but thank y'all so much for staying in touch. All of those are new and OG dreadheads, and we love y'all very much and appreciate 
everything and we are so uh, very thankful for you guys uh, hanging in there with us when we have to take these breaks and stuff like that yes thank you even despite it yeah yep so in uh honor of that joe we're gonna get to the episode and we're like all a little over five minutes in this may be the quickest yes <laughs> but you guys deserve it because you've waited fucking long enough so yeah. without further ado joe let's get into episode 37 where we're gonna talk about alexander pachushkin the chessboard killer so as we always do, Joe, I'm going to turn it over to you to do the bio that only you know how to do about Mr. Alexander Pachushkin. All right. Pachushkin was born April 9th, 1974 in Moscow Oblast. <laughs> so you know, that is God a, damn, that, it's gonna that, be one of those that, is, that sounds like a hard ass place know, to grow right? really up. Like that can, but that, that could be like Hartford, Connecticut, of the Soviet. I wouldn't know. <laughs> just the word. It's, it just sounds really tough. It sounds like the concrete jungle. But yeah. Anyways, uh, Petrushkin grew up uh, on two. Oh my gosh! Uh, he grew up on a street in Moscow. Yeah, there we uh, go. Ker- <laughs> Kershonskaya Street is what it says. Yeah, I, I was so flipped up with that fucking word that I did not even see street yet. I was just oh. looking at the word. I was just like, God damn, that's a fucked word. Well, I did the notes, so I guess <laughs> he, I knew what was there. He lived there with his mother, younger half sister, her husband, and their son in a two-bedroom apartment on the fifth floor, a six-minute walk from the north end of Bitsa Park. Uh, he. He was actually a sociable child, but this changed following an incident in which he fell backwards off of a swing. <laughs> There's wow. always some kind of goddamn drama, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's if you've listened, we're, we're bumped only... his noggin. Now he's a fucking fucked up. Yeah, now, 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 yeah, now he he's not Alexander. He is Alexander <laughs> because he got he fucking took a spill off of a shitty. Russian swing set. I know, he goes backwards off the son of a bitch, and then it strikes him in the forehead as it swung back. Okay, so now this makes me double wonder. Tapped. Yeah, this makes me wonder how many future, like, sociopaths we have going down, because we watch a lot of Fail Army. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, all those poor people, like, fucking... Like if you, be- if you believe in God, like he was just like, yeah, this would be funny. And d- he double tapped him. Like the dude hit the back of his head on the ground, got up trying to be like, oh shit. And then what I can only assume was probably a very heavy swing because it's a Russian public swing set. It's probably an it's old fucking, it's, it's like an old missile hole. It's like an old nuke hole that they just fucking shaved down. And then that clocks him on the front side of the head. <laughs> 180 degrees of scrambling <laughs> took place to this kid, Joe. Um, but yeah, so a- experts speculated that this event damaged the frontal cortex of Pachushkin's brain, which we just said. Uh, such damage is known to produce poor impulse regulation and a tendency towards aggression. Probably pissed off that life decided to fuck you in the ass. It's- no Again, offense is, to anybody who likes that. This is my new conspiracy now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so like you're like you're like oh that he was a killer. Did he enjoy swing sets as a child? <laughs> uh, but um, since Pachushkin was still a child, the damage would have been more severe as a child's forehead provides only a fraction of the protection for the brain compared to an adult. Is this a, talking about like skull density at this point, yes, Joe? Yes, yeah. All right. So uh, following this accident, Pachushkin frequently became hostile and impulsive. He, you know, he started fucking, you know, like fucking, you know, you know, start some, get some. Primordial chest bumper. Yeah, you know, or whatever the equivalency of that is in fucking that oblast he lived in. <laughs> uh, his mother soon decided to transfer him 
from a mainstream school he was attending to one for children with learning disabilities. At least she's trying. <laughs> well, yeah, she's just like, there's something clearly wrong. Oh, they're trying. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, let's see here. Where was I at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, prior to this transfer... Uh, children from the, the the mainstream public school that he was going to uh, were known to have physically and and, and verbally you know bullied him obviously, um, and uh, warning warning <laughs> trigger word uh, circa twenty twenty two they called him retarded they called him that <laughs> I retard. Was that retard. Right, which lets like you know. Like how many retards were there? Well, that lets you know. You know, I mean, we that all went one. to public. Well, that really well up one right you there. went to public school with me too. I mean, we're obviously from America. We have a lot of international people uh, <laughs> listening too. But in America, it, it, they all it, it, they here. There we go. <laughs> Fuck you. You know why you're here. You know how I talk. But yeah, the 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 learning disabled or whatever. They're still there, but they're like all in the same class. Yeah. And so, you know, like, so I but guess. But I don't know, but that he's already made such a name for himself that he's that retard. Well, like, that's the that's thing I I'm find fucked at. up is like, they're not just over there shitting on retarded children. No. They were specifically yeah. talking about Alexander Pachushkin. They're like, no, 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 not all retards. Just that one. Just picking on Pachushkin. Right, right, right. Uh, this abuse served to intensify Pachushkin's rage and hostility. Uh, upon reaching early, uh, early adolescence, Joe, uh, his maternal grandfather recognized uh, that, that he was actually highly intelligent, which I, sometimes that shit can be misdiagnosed, yeah. um, especially given the physical trauma he would have suffered. That would have, that would have made a, a, an easy, quick diagnosis to go in a negative manner. Am I correct on yeah, that one? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Um, uh, and he felt that his innate talents were being wasted as uh, he wasn't involved in any activities at home. Uh, in the school he was enrolled in. So he's over here trying to do a Russian Montessori school? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, at this point, like, I think, I think, you know, the, the, whatever, I don't know what grandpa is in Russian. I'm sure it sounds mean it's as shit. It's really cold. You yeah, know it's, you know, like, you know, it's just some kind of weird fucking verbiage of papa. But his form of Montessori school is going to be more like army boot camp. <laughs> well, he's also, he's just like, I don't know, his grandfather was just like, look, the kid's in a, one of these schools that don't do much with him. He's not doing shit at home. So, you know, let's, let's see what we, we can get going on. We know Russian school system. <laughs> right. Um. And he was focused on, you know, overcoming the disability at the at the main school versus actually trying to excel. So Petrushkin's grandfather took him to live in his home. Like, you know, so he's now Petrushkin's living with his grandfather. Uh, he and uh, his grandfather encouraged him to pursue, you know, like intellectual things outside of school. Joe, like like what was some of the stuff that they were doing? His primary interest was actually chess. And now, I'll give him. I still can't play chess. Like, I know basic <laughs> movements. Like, I know that shit. But like. When it comes to strategy and shit like that, no, I'm completely fucking useless. I know, when it comes I just to do chess. random shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I like a horse. That horse seems pretty strong. Let's do that. You know. <laughs> so Alexander was actually taught how to play, and after demonstrating his, you know, abilities with it, he was introduced to the exhibition games against elderly men who actually played publicly, uh, publicly in uh, Bits of Park. So there you go. See, this is why we shouldn't be like racist and shit like that. No matter what country you're in, if there's a public park and there's enough old dudes around, someone's playing chess. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what country you're in, even if you're in Bitsa Park. <laughs> so it turns out that uh, Petrushkin was an outstanding chess player. 
And for the first time, he actually found a channel for his aggression when dominating the chessboard in all his games. So I he will, found a I healthy outlet. I will fuck outlet. you up, brother. <laughs> in so, chess. Um, so Petrushkin, he continued to be bullied by, you know, the, the kids at public school throughout his adolescence. And he suffered an emotional blow when... Towards the end of this period of his life, his grandfather actually died. And it makes sense because, you know, his grandfather was the one that take, took this time, invested, you know, some emotional... Seemed to be the only one so far. Yeah, and then unlocked it, figured it out for him. You then know, he's so, gone. And then he's gone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alexander was left uh, to return to, you know, his mother's home, obviously, uh, after which he, he, you know, he enrolled back at at the same school and stuff uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to kind of dull the pain of, of this... Uh, as well as to calm his his really aggressive tendencies, he began to su- uh, consume large quantities of vodka. Okay, so that entire sentence is a fucking oxymoron. <laughs> he wants to calm his severe aggression right. with large quantities of vodka. There is a and tipping he's point. Russian. Like I, everyone, what the fuck? everyone has a tipping point. If you're lucky, your tipping point presides past the point where you pass out from drinking. <laughs> But everyone has that tipping point. So no, just like you said, this could not be a worse goddamn <laughs> idea. And I'm sure his grandfather, whether he was in heaven or hell, was going, No! <laughs> not that! No! <laughs> so he, he continued to play chess, uh, both at home and in exhibition games in, you know, in the park. Uh, he was now you know j- joining right in with the old dudes, hammering vodka, playing chess. I'm sure he started getting fucking cabbie hats and cardigans and shit like that to fit in. Uh, though unlike them, he could play without being you know like fucked up from the alcohol. So like the the guys that the drunker they got, the sloppier they were. He was not him, <laughs> not him. This is this is impressive and scary, and particularly because he's on Russian he's on diver. Spread the Dread podcast. You already know you're like oh that's. <laughs> Pretty cool talent. And you're like, wait a second. What show's talking about him? Warning. Warning. <laughs> um, uh, it was uh, at this time, Joe, that Pachushkin began to develop a, a, a more fucked up hobby. Uh, and that would remain pretty much unknown to anyone. Uh, whenever he knew he was going to meet children, no matter where he was going, <laughs> he would take a video camera along and proceed to threaten them? Yeah, I guess like verbal abuse. I don't know. So, you got to go now. I wrote these notes and I'm hurting thinking about it. Like, why would he just be like, oh, there's kids there. Let me get my camera. Fuck those kids. Yeah, I know, right? So on one such occasion um, that has since actually been made public, he held a young kid by one leg upside down and said to the camera, quote, you are in my power now. I'm going to drop you from the window and you will fall 15 meters to your death, end so quote. So many meters. Yeah. <laughs> He then watched these videos repeatedly to reaffirm his power. Fucking hell. However, by 92, this practice had become insufficient to satisfy his urges. This obviously leads us right into him becoming a murderer. On July 27th, 1992, 18-year-old Alexander Petushkin committed his first murder. He planned on killing people with a friend, uh, Mikhail Odichuk? is that? That's the way I would have pronounced it. Not okay, bad, not okay, bad. there we go. Who thought that he was only kidding around? So I guess he what recruited him, said, "Hey, we're gonna kill somebody," and then when it came down to it, he's like, "No, no, 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 no I thought you was joking." Alexander, you are such a joker. Oh my god! <laughs> so when he realized that his classmate uh, classmate was actually being serious, he tried to back out of the situation, obviously. 
And Alexander yeah, that pissed off Pachushka. Yeah, it pissed him off. Struck his friend with a hammer and pushed his body into a wall. That's not a wall. That's a well. Oh wow! Pull well, the screen closer. Yeah, I'm going blind. <laughs> Holy shit! That looked like a wall. I was like, I. That's why I looked over no. at you. I was like, into a wall. No, no. Alexander fucking smacked him with a fucking <laughs> hammer and pushed him into a well. And then three days later, uh, Pachushkin was actually questioned by police about Odachuk's death. Uh, now, there was some evidence pointing to, to his guilt, but, but nothing ever came out of the investigation at that time. Uh, so, you know, Petrushkin claimed to have committed another murder, Joe. In the same year. Holy yeah, shit. Later that same year, uh, his girlfriend, uh, ironically enough, her name was Olga, <laughs> which is basically the Russian, like, Ashley um, or Elizabeth. Yeah, it's like up there with Natasha. Well, well, no, if in yeah. Russia, but I'm talking yeah. about like that's just like the basic ass fucking girl name over yeah, there. Yeah, no, yeah. No offense to our Ashleys out there. Um, but yeah, she had broken up with him and had actually started dating his friend. <laughs> Another stereotypical. Sergey. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Russia. Do something. Get another fucking name. Uh, Pachushkin uh, just got rid of this uh, romantic rival by throwing him out a window. Uh, but now Sergei's death was declared to be a suicide. So again, Petrushkin's taking credit for it. It was ruled a suicide. So I, you know, I mean, but yeah, that retard streak that just threw out. You the can't. Window. Well, we could say that, <laughs> but I'm sure someone went. They said it again, and it was off topic. Eh. <laughs> But yeah, I know that's so wrong for me that, to say, that, but that's exactly what I thought. It was like, ooh. Got, got that <laughs> mongoloid chess player. Yeah. You know, checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> he just slings him out of a fucking window. <laughs> fucking Rush, the Russian Lenny from of Mice and Men yeah. over here. Don't touch my rabbits. <laughs> just throws him. Uh, but yeah, so again, it, this is Pachushkin is taking credit for it, mm. but it was actually ruled to be a suicide. So now this leads into like, Roughly almost an, a decade going by, yeah. Joe. So now we, we get to May 17th of 2001. And Alexander, he's in Bitska Park. He's playing chess with a game. Uh, sorry, playing chess with a guy named Yevgeny Pronin. So 10 years later, he's doing the same old thing. He's still he's still playing chess in the park, at least. Uh, and, and this time, it, we got he's playing with a dude named Yevgeny. Uh, okay. Now, when the game ended... He invited Pronin to take a walk with him. Yeah, and so Petrushkin, who used to uh, used to own a dog, told him it was the anniversary of his pet's death, and he wanted to visit his grave. So that was his ploy. Um, Pronin, <laughs> I would have told anybody like, no, I've got way other shit to do, bro. <laughs> like, I know, maybe we're just trying to be sympathetic. I don't know. Anyway, so Pronin yeah, see, accompanied that's what him. You get. I know. Uh, Pronin accompanied them, and they end up reaching an isolated spot in this park. This is where Alexander then produced a bottle of vodka and offered him a drink, which he accepted, you know, as a good Russian. Yeah, I mean, as, as a tradition. good human being. Uh, the two men then drank a toast to the dog before Pachushkin suddenly bludged in Pronin and dumped his body into a nearby yeah, well. He, he, he actually, like, bludgeoned him with, with the bottle. Like, <laughs> yeah. cracked open a fresh bottle. Gave a fucking Nostrovia. Both of them drank over what I would almost categorically agree is not his dead pet's grave. Yeah. Just a random spot. Yeah. And once the fucking, I'm sure Yevgeny's last words were, yeah. and then flack, 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 <laughs> dead. Um, 
So yeah, uh, he, again, dump Thank his you body for that colorful depiction, you know, <laughs> from my well, mind's eye. Honestly, that's why everyone's here. <laughs> Everyone, you can read your fucked up shit, but you want us to read it and, and say the shit that you want to say, but you know, people like us do it and you're like, hey, I'm not alone. But yeah, of course, then as is uh, fucking Pachushkin's way, he dumped Pronin into a fucking nearby well, Russia. Why are there wells everywhere? I <laughs> know, right? This guy Maybe seems... it's just the same well he keeps on using. I don't know. It could be possibly, yeah. So in 2002, like the following year, a woman, of, a body of a woman was actually found with metal stakes hammered into her brain. Ugh. So Alexander claims that he actually murdered Olga. That was the ex-girlfriend. She's and the that... one creeping with Sergei who got <laughs> fucking Lenny tossed out of the fucking window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the, he was saying the corpse was hers. But that was actually never confirmed. So just we're talking about chronologically. Well, now, I mean, that's the thing, too. I mean, I, I, I couldn't find on this one. I was doing the notes that they found her in a well. It was mm. just they found the body. So, again, it, it, how long ago? Because, I mean, if he killed what Sergei, that all took place. Again, we're talking about a decade. Mm. So, I mean, if he if he was legit responsible for Sergei's death, even though it was ruled a suicide because he threw him out of a fucking window, you would imagine if he was going to kill Olga. It would have happened sometime soon after doing that. But then again, after he said he did that, like over nine years passes. So did he kill Olga and they didn't find the body for nine years? And that's why they couldn't confirm it. I mean, I, you know, again, pulling from the notes I can here of that. But yeah, that that they could not confirm that, but uh, that brings us to Joe Maria Virasheva. Yeah. Uh, she was one of the very few people, actually, who survived dealing with Pachushkin. Yeah, so February, February 23rd, 2002, uh, specifically, he lured, lured her into uh, Bitsa Park. She's a pr- pregnant at this yeah, she time. Was, yeah. And uh, pushed her into the same well where most of his victims were disposed of. So, okay, so this is the same well, same right. park, it's, everything. Yeah, okay, so it's so nearby. So this is an MO, yeah. But see, with this one, he just shoved her in. Yeah. He, he, so when she clung to the sides, he held her by the hair and smashed her head against the concrete walls repeatedly before she actually fell in. He left believing she was dead. But she survived and managed to climb back out of the well without suffering a miscarriage. That is a badass bitch. If there any reason Maria Viracheva fucking hears this, well fucking done, girl. That's fucking some shit right there. (laughs) Now, Viracheva reported the crime to the police, but since she was an illegal immigrant, she was forced to drop her claim that Pachushkin had attempted to kill her. That's so fucked. Agreed 100%, but at least she did survive the ordeal. Mm -hmm. Now, there was actually another survivor uh, that dealt with Alexander Pachushkin. This was Mikhail Lobov. He was a teenage skater, Joe. On March 10th of 2002, uh, he had been led by Pachushkin into Bitsa Park. I keep wanting to say Bitska. Bitska. I do, too. Bitsa Park. um, With the promise of cigarettes and vodka. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. If someone's going to just give you free cigarettes. This is also 2002. Cigarettes were already getting expensive at I that know, point, right? at least here in the U.S. I don't yeah. know how they were in Russia. Yeah. But someone's just not giving me a motherfucking cigarette in 2002 or vodka. Uh, but again, as was his M.O., uh, Mikhail was struck over the head and pushed down the well. Uh, thinking, obviously, that the kid was dead, Pachushkin just left. Obviously, he didn't learn a goddamn thing after Maria. He was just like, well, I did it this time. Definitely good checkmate. 
Luckily, Joe, Mikhail Lobov's jacket got caught on a piece of metal that protruded from the wall of the well. That's like cartoon-level irony right Dude, there. literally, anytime you've seen someone get hung on, uh-huh. so, yes. And, and because of that, obviously, so, like, what, they, what, what I was seeing, obviously, the water in the well, very cold. It's yeah. Russia. Uh, again, we're talking about March 10th. That's still pretty much, even though the end of winter, mm-hmm. that's still pretty much winter at that point. Uh-huh. And you're talking about in Russia. So if he'd have been unconscious and fell into that icy water, done. Yeah. So I'm guessing that snagged him, and he just woke up fucking hanging from the side of a goddamn well. That'd be a terrible place I know, right? to come to. Uh, but he was able to climb out, and then days later, he confronted Pachushkin. Only, only to be threatened with arrest by the police. Yeah. I, That's... I guess he just went up to a more hostile at the wrong place, wrong time. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, just came up with some skater boy attitude, and they the cops were just like, "Yo, motherfucker!" Like, I no. Uh, but this leads us, Joe. He's, he waits several, uh, actually, a little over a year and a half, a touch more. That leads us to November fifteenth of two thousand and three. Yeah, a neighbor, uh, Konstantin Polikarpov. That's not yeah. Karpov, was invited for a drink in Bitsa Park. Uh, Pachuskin ended up bludgeoning him with a hammer three times before throwing in, throwing him into the well. He loves this well. He does. He likes beating people over the head, playing chess, and then tossing people in fucking wells. And again, this time, Joe, this is now twice that he has dumped bodies in that well. Has he killed anybody, or has he just <laughs> whacked uh, yeah, people at, at, this, at this point, he's got more attempted uh, murders than murders. Yeah. Like, he's got more of that. They're like, oh, you know, at this point, he's going to get billed for, what, like four attempts, two successes? <laughs> and that's counting one that he just claimed, and they never could uh, link back to him. That Sergey guy yeah. that fucking his ex Olga was with. Yeah. That he fucking tossed out of the window, or it was a suicide, but yeah. And they never, well, also, too, Olga's body. Well, yeah, but they could never, never really... yeah, they could never attach that to him. So right now, what's he got, like a, a, like a one success? Yeah. Like, uh, all right, but yeah, so, uh, you know, Konstantin uh, Polikarpov successfully climbs out, but he suffered head trauma, causing him to remember nothing about the attack, Joe. Holy fuck. So the police at this point, they begin to take the murders more seriously because a former policeman named Nikolai Zakarchenko turned up dead. Uh, murdered on November 16, 2005. His body had been left out in the open instead of being disposed of in the well. So he broke from his usual MO. Right. Presumably as a sort of challenge for the police. If he's smart, he wanted to watch the person die. At this point, like, not even being a sick fuck. Like, I need fucking affirmation. My last three attempts... Fucking not did not successful. fucking one was a pregnant lady who climbed out of the well and still gave a healthy birth. The other guy got hung on a pipe like something out of fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> and then like the other dude just, you know, fucking was able to crawl the fuck out and shit. Like, come on, dude. Oh, God. Um. So. All right. So obviously he's starting to become cocky by this point if he's leaving bodies out in plain sight, but was still careful enough to avoid capture. Uh, he ended up committing his final murder on June 14, 2006. This was of Marina Moskaloiva. Uh, worked at the same store where another woman, Larissa Kolgina, had worked at before suddenly vanishing. And she had been killed by Pachuskin, who was a co-worker, on April 12th. Yeah, of the same year, tw- yeah. uh, 2006. So at this point, what, like two or three months earlier? Yes. Um, so despite this... Uh, 
you know, it, despite the dis- disappearance, it didn't seem to phase uh, Moskalova, assuming she was even aware of what ta- had taken place. Well, yeah, at this point, I don't, it, I couldn't figure out had they found a body, was she just a missing person? Yeah. The, the, the most I could glean from what I was able to research was that she was still just missing. Mm. Uh, I, I could not find where at this point in the timeline a body had been recovered or anything like that. So I, I don't think it's that weird personally that Marina's guard may have been down. There's a co-worker who's reported missing. I know that there's murders and stuff going on in the area, but come on. I mean, if most of us were in her situation, we wouldn't just glean that, oh, my co-worker's missing and clearly the, the serial killer got her, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So. That would be my take on it. Yeah, so obviously she goes uh, She goes on a walk with uh, Alexander at this point into bits apart. Um, this is where she is struck with a hammer Now, I will him. say this because I kept seeing too about the well. I'm going to assume the well is in bits apart. I, I, I'm going to assume that because yeah. I couldn't see anything where the well was like tied to a different town or a different like area of that town or anything like that. So <laughs> I'm sorry. But if people are even climbing out of Bitsa Park's well because someone beat him about the fucking head with a hammer, you should not be walking there. At this point, Marina, you've lost me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, but Alexander obviously did not know that shortly before she went with him, she had actually left a note for her son telling him where she had been, was going and who she was going with. Smart. That's a smart move, at least. Also left Alexander's phone number. So when the boy calls Pachuskin, who tells him that, uh, and he tells, but he tells him that he's not seen his mother. Right. And yeah. Pachuskin's telling the kid, "Hey, yeah. I ain't seen her." Even though the mom left a note and said, "Hey, I'm going with this guy," and here's his fucking phone number. Yeah. So he thinks it's suspect, and the boy tells his father, who then calls the police. Pachuskin also was unaware that she had a metro ticket in her clothing and the CCTV footage from the station where she had actually bought the ticket was reviewed, which displayed Pachuskin walking alongside her. So, boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got a lot of shit stacking up against you on this one, brother. Yeah. So, two days after the murder of Marina Moskalova, uh, Pachuskin was arrested. Alexander then led police officers to the scenes of many of his crimes in Bitsa Park and demonstrated, you know, recollection of how the murders were committed. Yeah, yeah. He was, he he had very good recollection of exactly what took place of them. Oh, wow. Like during everything, like, yeah, that's, yeah, he, he was able to give them pretty much top to bottom, full on description of exactly everything uh, that actually went down. He also revealed that some of the murders he committed, Joe, uh, weren't done using his preferred method of hammers to the head. Uh, but by actually just throwing people down the well, you know, like like we said, I forget the, her name, the pregnant oh, lady and stuff like so that. So this is not necessarily a well. It's connected to a network of sewers running underneath bits of park. So maybe it was lost in translation. So this isn't necessarily a well. This is a uh, storm sewer drain. Well, he's dumping them into something. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, I mean, like who knows how Russian? That... But yeah, but who knows how Russian sewer systems yeah, and shit are no, set up? No, to that's, be fair. Uh, sorry, yeah. So I'm but trying to all use the, my the, frame of reference. All the different for our sites sewers. and articles I saw all called it a well. So that's I'm, I'm thinking. I know I'm over exaggerating, but I'm thinking like you know, like the fucking stone well that the girl from the ring crawls out of. Yeah. Like you know, I'm, I'm thinking a fucking yeah. actual well. Yeah. Like you know, it's where you not would a pool water, but I right. think this you're is not where water pools yeah, in. Not, not where the ninja turtles live. Yeah. 
Yeah, who, who knows what that'd be in Russia? Jesus Christ. That'd be fucking, I don't even want to think about that. But yeah, so uh, he, he admitted, Joe, to just tossing some people down there. That's fucked. So, um, yeah, so while he claimed that while killing people, he felt like God as he decided whether his victims should live or die. That's definitely going to go well in court. Yeah. Uh, his reasoning on her, he felt like God and that he felt really empowered to be choosing if they lived or die. Uh, <laughs> the defense. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say the defense rests, Your Honor. <laughs> so, quote, in all cases, I killed for only one reason. I killed to live because when you kill, you want to live. For me, life without murder is like life without food for you. I felt like the father of all these people, since it was me who opened the door for them to another world, end quote. That's fucking chilling. Yeah. That's a fucked up, chilling way to fucking live. Wow. Jesus. But so, I mean, they, that makes sense, like with the moves of chess. Why they call him the chessboard killer. You're thinking of someone who... He, he's like methodical about it, has preferred methods... And is completely at peace with it and has a complete, at least for him, rationale for why he's doing all of this and why it's okay. Yeah. So a piece of evidence against um, Alexander Petruskin was the fact that he An kept additional a one. I know, additional one. Was he kept a long yeah, book? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Dear <laughs> diary, today did not have hammer. <laughs> Just push woman. She was fat, maybe pregnant. Beat three old guys, checkmate. Sincerely. Alexi. <laughs> God. Anyway, so one okay, this logbook contained 64 squares, much like a chessboard, and each square represented someone who was killed. Ooh. 62 had been filled in, which was later lowered to 60 when Pachuskin learned that two of his victims, presumably, you know, Verchiva and uh, Poplar Karpov, the two that had gotten away, right. had actually survived, so he may have taken those back off. Um, out of the alleged 60 murders, 48 were confirmed. Yes, and again, th- uh, this, is the, this is the problem with dealing with some, of, some foreign countries. Uh, particularly some that do not like a lot of negative foreign press going out mm-hmm. and they have a pretty tight control over the media. Whatever you think about Russia, I really don't care. But if you think that they have a complete fair and free media, you're off your fucking rocker. I really don't care what your opinion is about that, but it's true. It is very much state ran media. So shit just doesn't get out as much. Like remember when I finally <laughs> figured out like oh they confirmed he killed 48 people i was the exact same way that you might be right now dreadhead listening to this being like well where the fuck why didn't y'all talk about all those i couldn't find fucking shit about him again he's he's presumably in a park he's dealing i mean if it's any other kind of public park in a decent sized city you may have vagrants homeless things like that there older people I, i i i don't know because it seems like his M.O. was, let me fucking beat him about the head, push him in the well, or just straight push him in the well. But they were able to confirm 48 of these fucking murders. And you, you, yeah, so you maybe we just covered the details of the ones I could find the most info on, if any info at all. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, it could have been one of those, like, lump sums. Like, all right, fuck it. We've had so many of these people anyways turn up, kill, fuck it, let's lump them in anyways. Um, but, so, anyway, so he stated that his goal was to actually surpass a guy that he idolized, Andre Chikatilo, he which will, was another we, serial killer. And he's actually kind of on the short list coming up. 
up. Okay. Uh, and and it, I'm sure most people who are into serial killer, you know Andre Chikatilo, if you know anything about some of the, Russia for sure serial killers, but uh, some of the most prolific European ones, he's on that fucking list. Yeah, so um, he actually has a confirmed body count of 52 victims. Right. And so Andre, uh, uh, Andrew was trying to murder at least 64 people representing the number of squares on a chessboard. Right, he, he said that even if he didn't reach 64 murders, he would kill, or sorry, even if he did reach 64, so if he was able to fill in the chessboard completely, he would still kill more people unless he was stopped. Again, this is a guy who idolized Andre Chikatilo, I promise you, and and maybe we need to bump him up the list now, Joe, yeah. to, to coincide a little bit more with this episode. So maybe we'll we'll try to. I've already I think I've already got the notes for him. He was that close to coming up. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to move him around in the order since we are referencing him now. But anyone who's aware of him, a that's a fucked up fucking idol to have, and then b he wanted to outdo him. So it was like a challenge thing again. And then and then he references it. To chess, he brings in the chessboard as kind of his, almost like the Achilles uh, heel for him. Like Two Face has his fucking coin, he flips and shit like that. Like Alexander was just so obsessed with chess, it kind of bled into everything, even in a maniacal sense. I mean, oh, the fuck, I, I mean, that's yeah. an extra level of fucked up. Ha- not, yeah, they have that representation. You're not just killing chess. people, but yeah. you're literally filling out a game board while killing people, and 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 per even what has came out and what they were actually willing to admit to, you know, fucking 48 of them were confirmed. So even with his confirmed, he didn't pass uh, Chikatilo, who again, we had a confirmed body count yeah. of 52. Um, but like I said, Pachushkin was not going to stop anyway, Joe. But let's start wrapping her up here, Joe. Bring us to October 27th of 2007. Yeah, so Pachuskin at this point was convicted of 49 murders and three attempted murders. He did ask... So they, so okay, so they, all right, so they confirmed 48, but it, by the time it came time to sentencing, he got one more. Yeah. One so- more was confirmed at that point. Again, could not find out who it was or anything like that, but... Now so, he's three off from his fucking fucked up hero. Yeah, so 49 murders, three attempted murders, and then he asked the Russian court to add an additional 11 victims to his body count. And during his trial... Which would have made sense because now, like I said, he learned about the two who escaped. He had, he calculated himself. 62 out of 64 of the squares were filled out. Yeah. He had a count of 62. Two of them survived, so that bumps it back down to 60. He was convicted of 49. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be convicted for the full amount. Yeah. And there you 60. go. There's the arrogance, the pride, yeah. the chess master. I, I win I the game. I need to complete this I'm task. I'm the winner. Yeah. I win. Yeah. So um, even during his trial, he was actually kept in a glass cage for his own protection. Uh, the judge took an hour to end up reading the verdict, which was life imprisonment with the first 15 years to be spent in solitary confinement. Right. So he's going to he he went into that shit with 15 years of solitary confinement. Good. God, like, believe me, I like that's one of those where I'm like, bro, even if I was a serial killer, please take me out back and shoot me. Holy Are you fucking fuck. kidding me? So that was shoot 2007. Me. Let's say that he didn't get. Oh, my God. So that he's currently in that. How many years of. Oh God! Oh, it, the, he he would be getting out if if there was nothing to shorten it. He would he would be getting out or have already gotten out of solitary confinement in 2022. Okay, yeah, yes. that's what I yeah. was thinking. 15 years right. plus seven, 2022. So oh. this year, at some point, he's either out if nothing else changed and it was shortened or extended. 
He would be getting out this year or me already. What would you do to get solitary confinement? Oh, man. What, what, to get it extended? Yeah. If you're not cooperative, because they say solitary, like you don't interact with others, but most places you still get like, now your meals are brought to you, but you usually get like an hour a day outside the cell. That's the guys you see that have like the big concrete walls. They're just kind of pacing around a really small. Russia? That's like you. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying from U.S. I don't know. I'm not going to assume they're that fucking backwards or backwards where they don't even get like an hour a day out, but they still don't interact with anybody but their guards. So even when they go out to the, to the little yard fucking four by four square they have, there's no other inmates there or anything mm-hmm. like that. So you're still technically in solitary, even though you're getting some outside fucking time there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. As of right now, Pachushkin is still in solitary. And again, I, I wrote these notes. Honestly, I think I had these notes done several months ago. So like I had just said, he could be out by now. Yeah. He could roughly be out. Um, but he is in the Polar Owl Correctional Institution. Polar Owls sound adorable. Knowing that there's a correctional institution in Russia named after polar owls, does not bring up images of cuteness. No, absolutely not, because it's beyond the fucking Arctic Circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's located oh. in the village of Karp in the Yamalo Nenets Autonomous Okrung. Like, that sounds like a place named... That sounds like what, like when you... When that like, place sounds like you were throwing darts at the goddamn alphabet. Or like, like if someone's fuck? like, hey, the new tele... The James Webb Telescope caught this on there and they read off a weird series yeah. of fucking names or numbers for whatever yeah. fucking star it is. That's what this sounds yeah. like. The Yamalo Nanette's Autonomous Okrug. It is beyond the Arctic Circle, Joe. How far away is the closest recognized... I'm not talking villages. I'm not saying that there's not some fucking people along the way that he could bump. But the closest thing that would would categorize as a decent town is how far? 2,000 kilometers. Uh, and we we do we measure our things like Jesus did in miles. Uh, so I don't know, but that's a lot of fucking distance. Yeah. And you, if you're beyond the Arctic Circle... Like, why, honestly, escape would How be a more f- certain death than fucking Think not. about that fucking commute if you're a worker there. That's shitty as fuck. Oh, no, I dude, that, now I'm, well, that's what I said. They said closest city. I got to imagine maybe there's well, some small towns, you know. in the village. Okay, so this is a village around a prison. I, I don't imagine there's Beyond a, the goddamn Arctic Circle, this is why you don't fuck with Russians. I don't imagine <laughs> there's a large talent pool in this Okrug, this uh, autonomous Okrug, mind you. So I'm sure they're not, those prison guards are not the best of the best in there either. Uh, now, uh, in 2016, so this is a little bit like six years ago, um, a woman who was only ever reported and known as Natalia, I guess at this point, she's, uh, spoiler alert, she's Natalia Pachushkin. Uh, she was visiting him and stuff, and they did get married, and that's pretty much it as far as Alex Pachushkin, the chessboard killer's legacy, and where he is now. Again, like I said, you know, I, I try my best to dig. Feel free. If, you've, if you have links to some more that I could not find about some more victims, I would love to know. Because honestly, once I got to the point of realizing how many convictions this motherfucker had and how many actual victims, I found more information on the people who survived. Obviously, that would make sense. Oh, yeah. 
but I couldn't find even a list of names. No. Yeah. And if, even if I even if I did, I probably didn't include them because there wasn't dates. There wasn't fucking fuck all about what even yeah. happened or any of that shit. And again, you got Pachushkin out there who's wanting eleven more accredited to him, and they can't confirm it. And eleven more people didn't survive him. Uh. So who really knows if we'll ever fucking know the actual legit body count of Alexander Pachushkin? But I mean, it's not going to matter. That methodical. I'm just going to assume he probably did them all. That's a very specific fucking number, and he's in a chest. I'm just saying. Well, well, that's the thing is, I would imagine. I mean, obviously, he was okay at some point with some sloppy work. He was okay with not really making sure the job was done. Otherwise, three people would not have fucking climbed out of a well in Russia. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Maybe he's smartened but up. But we also after don't that. know if that ten-year chunk in the middle of the notes, though, like where we couldn't find much information, if those murders took place during that. Oh, period it would of make time, it would it would and make more sense. They only told us about the ending part because that's what they had the most information on. Well, the that's well, itself. well, that's what you got to think because when he came, when he when he became quote unquote active again, it was two thousand and two. So, and then he was convicted at the end of two thousand and seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So even yeah. prior to to that little break, he even himself only confessed the three or four. Yeah. So then you're talking about once he's back. So yeah, I would, I would personally imagine a majority of the shit was done during that decade and they were able to basically tie it to him and that's about it. But then again, you got to go about everything. Is it, is it, is it the, is he the, the, the Russian Henry Lee Lucas where he says, Hey, I killed this many. And suddenly, Hey, we got a lot of fucking unsolved murders. I mean, we can't act like that's never happened. Hell, as as Americans, it's happened in our history. We now know there's literally dozens, hundreds of murders that have been attributed to Henry Lee Lucas that there just wasn't a lot of shit that actually fucking tied him to it other than him, than him admitting it and kind of being like, what you know, kind of drip-fed little details so that he could fill in the fucking shit there. Yeah, but the difference is, though, with this one is that more than likely those 11 names were on that fucking chessboard. So it wasn't like he was pulling them out of his ass. He's like, dude, these people are fucking dead. They're on my chessboard. Fucking convict me. Well, and unlike Henry Lee Lucas, he's not admitting to fucking murders that, like, he could not have been at. Like, one happened at this time in a different state and shit like that. If they all fit his M.O. and were all taking place in or around Bitsa Park. Yeah. You know, at this point, like, how many bodies? Like, I mean, good God. Like, shouldn't there have been... People are dying near Bitsa Park. Shouldn't there just be fucking skeletons pouring out of this whale? No, no, but that's the thing, though. He said it was a network Uh, of sewers. It's hooked to the sewer, so it's maybe flushing them away. Exactly. And maybe maybe that's... Maybe maybe that's why they're popping up in different areas, or they're getting pushed out to the ocean or some shit. Yeah, I mean... getting frozen underneath the ground. At this point, if you found a corpse that had any kind of head trauma that was hooked to that, you would almost have to be like... Oh, maybe it it happened because they went down the sewer system. Well, no, like, they had head trauma because dude beat them about the head and then threw them in the well, and now we're finding them washed up here because it's all connected. Yeah. So who knows uh, if, if someone lives around that area of Russia or maybe has a little bit more information as always feel free to reach out to us but that is the end of episode 37 about Alexander Pachushkin the chessboard killer Joe I'm glad we finally got one back I, on god damn me I know Feels and good. and we've got everything set up so that there's not gonna we should be right back on pace here everybody of course make sure you're following us on IG Facebook uh to keep up with all of that stuff but 
For the way things are planned out right now, we should be right back on schedule, and nobody's happier about that than us. Joe, you got anything else you need to say? No, I'm good. All right, guys, don't forget to visit SpreadTheDreadPodcast.com to find everything Spread the Dread related you need. And then, of course, if you want some of those free five-star Super Spreader Spread the Dread Podcast stickers, leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify and send us a screenshot and a mailing address on Facebook, IG, or Spread the Dread Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to thank you and send you out some free stickers. Is that it? Yep. All right, everybody. It's it's good to be back. Can't wait for the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. And as always, I'm John. And I'm Joe. And thank you for tuning in. You stay dreadful, kick ass, and take names. And no matter whether you're doing it morning, noon, or night, do it like Jack Torrance says. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?